I've been feeling vibes all day. I've been feeling vibes all night. Let me breathe and meditate. Elevators, that all right? It's energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. I try to reach everybody, but I can't reach everybody. I may not be called to this person or called to hey, this person. Hey, what's going on, good people? It's your girl, T. Hardaway. And it's Michael Basel. And we are the Did It For The Hood podcast once again. Indeed. Hey, so today we decided we're going to chop it up, me and Mike, talking about life planning and decisions. Yeah. So, like, one of the things we were having a conversation about was um, while you're pursuing all your goals and maybe your career is going well or your college is going well, life is still happening in the background and a lot of times there's a lot of things happening that you can't really discuss with anybody else because if you're a first gen a lot of times you are the first one and you spend a lot of time alone i mean i know that's been my story um but but things are still happening and you have like these conversations that you want to have but you don't really have anyone to have them with so we just thought we sat down and thought about some different things that happened like the life plans the decisions and you know, we just share some of our own experiences. So, you want to kick it off, Mike? Hey, listen. Ooh, I'm trying to think just... Well, everybody know I'm in school for acting, so a lot of the things that I have to think about are very tied to um, my health in a lot of ways. Mm. So, like, I feel like when we do something specifically like voice work you know what i'm saying we're like okay i'm doing the show and i have to like scream like my last show i just did i had to scream and that's to do that healthily like i have to have my whole vocal channel warmed up a little bit i have to be able to hit a specific part at like the top roof of my mouth so i can actually like go to that place type thing so it's um smoking weed or if I'm you know doing what drinking you know what I'm saying just doing a lot of things that can tax my body ultimately like going out and staying up late that that the day before which I was doing a lot you know what I'm saying so like having to just take care of myself in that way in that regard um so yeah I feel like hey if I wasn't if I was staying up then I can't I mean at times yeah I can't pull my weight and still do a good show. But if not, I mean, hey, that's just how it goes. So No, I can I can feel you on that one because I recently just started on a health journey to uh, get myself back into better health. Cause you know, when you, you start getting focused on a goal, sometimes you, you start getting so singularly focused on that thing, you lose health, you lose you may be losing a lot of other things. So I have been singularly focused uh for a while. But um, my moneymaker is my mind. And in order for your mind to be sharp, your body has to be more sharp so you can get better brain function, better oxygen flow. Um, so I feel you on that. And, and, you know, we have to take a holistic approach to the way that we, the way that we treat ourselves in order to even show up for ourselves, show up for our careers, show up for our families, that mind, body, and spirit piece. And I think that's that's the thing too. We don't talk about like much like when you are chasing all these dreams and chasing this bag. A lot of times, other things in your life can suffer, but you got to try to keep that balance. 
Talk about it. Come on, I see it in your face. Nah, because it's just like just the suffering aspect of it. Mm. It's just like losing that little relationship, that little friendship. Like I know with me, like I know that you know just because we talk on the side, but just for the people, like I am very like I'm a lover at heart. I love people and I love, I love to love, period. So of course I want me a little boo, you know what I'm saying, while I'm doing my thing. That don't work out all the time. And so it was just like knowing that it's like, okay, I'm reaching for this, but like this thing is keeping me in this position mm. when I need to be taken off over mm. here. Mm. So then it's just like, oh, now I'm suffering because I'm torn in between these two. And it'll be less of a hurt if I just let this person and this thing go. Right. So I, so I can just do my thing. Now we might circle back around. Right. That's how things grow and that's how trees move, whatever, however you want to look at it. But yeah, it's that's deep. <laughs> you no, know, that's real. That's you know real. Because like, especially if you're ambitious, when you're trying to run after whatever it is you want, your vision is given to you. Right. Your vision is not given to everyone else around you. So the things that you see and you try to materialize. Sometimes people are like, oh, you need to slow down. Oh, you need to rest. Oh, you need to do this, do that. I'm going to tell you, though, nothing annoys me more than you trying to tell me to rest. Nothing annoys me more. I'd be like, get out of my face. Get get out of my face. However, so, I will say, sometimes you do need to, but I'm going to let you continue. No, I, and I do agree with you. I do agree yeah. But like for me as a person, I know myself, right? Yeah. So if I'm doing a task that's very difficult or it's something I don't necessarily want to do, don't try to tell me to rest in the middle of it. Mm, I see what you're saying. Let me rest at the end of it once it's done. Because I already don't want to do it. You, do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gonna mess rock with your discipline a little right. bit. Right. I'm I'm yeah. on my I'm on my discipline. It's because you know, discipline is doing the things that you don't want to do even though they need to be done. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you do it regardless. So when you're on your discipline and people are like, oh, no, you don't do that. And I'm looking at you like, I'm looking at you like you're the enemy. Mm. I'm looking at you like you were challenged. You're challenging me while I'm trying to get to the other side because I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to change the dynamics of my family. Okay. That's deep. You know what I mean? And you don't get to do that by lackadaisical walking. You have to like run full speed. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. <laughs> what was the face you made? Not the face of the Oh, yeah. What's it called? I be trucks just be rolling past. Like, oh. I'm running by the street. I'm like, right. I live right on the corner. Yeah. Bro, I was so confused. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, scared. but now nah, when you're chasing your dreams, like, mm. that's that's how it is. You You have to be so committed to your goals that. Sometimes the people around you can feel like you're not paying attention to them, or they feel like you're they're not important. But it's not that they don't understand that they're they're a part of the fuel that makes you go. But you want to go so hard because you don't want to disappoint. You, you you tapping like you feel me. Come yeah, on, oh man. for sure, <laughs> oh for sure, because bro. Cause like I know like with me at times like I don't talk to my fam as much when I'm like doing my thing. Right. It's just like I'm trying to get somewhere, and 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I love my mama to death. And she'll just be like, she'll like, ask me questions like I'm not on top of my thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'm like, trust me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got this. And like, you don't need to, you know, ask all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Know your son's handling his, his thing. And, you know, that can kind of like sway a little bit, sway me a little bit. It was just like, okay, am I really on top of my stuff? And then it's just like, nah, you are. But, you know, sometimes you just got to get that question to be reminded at times. But also, you know what I'm saying? You just can't let everybody kind of knock you off your game. Yeah, knock you off. Yeah. Like me, my thing is opposite. My thing is false flattery. Like, I think I, I'm always looking at people who give too much praise because it was um I think it was a book I read maybe and it was talking about how people give you false flattery to throw you off and slow you down because when you start thinking oh I'm cool I'm good oh all right you're not working as hard because you think you're good okay. so when I see people giving too much praise I'm like nah I'm cool like mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool I'm staying grounded because we still got work to do. And that's what folks fail to fail to remember. Mm. Like the work is never done. Never at all. at all. I remember I did this show called Blood at the Root. It was last year for um my like right at the beginning of my dream year. Man, the la- like literally the last monologue was literally like the girl, she just it was about the Gina Six the, in that whole situation. So the sister of what the football player that got arrested was like basically saying like we won't stop till the work is done Mm. so it was just like yeah that goes for activism that goes for your career your ambitions your desires hobbies whatever Mm -hmm. it it don't stop and i'm glad that you said that because this um uh this guy named uh prophet chestnut he's he said like i passed the hush because history has problems so it's just like to your point, praise and everything like that. Like, okay, I can get that for like a little moment. And I can celebrate. Cool. What's next? Right. Always what's next. Right. Because you're never as good as they say you are, you're never as bad as they say you are. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, okay, you're great. All right, phenomenal. I appreciate that. I receive it and I respect it. Now let's go on to the next thing. How can I be better? How can I be better? Because I can't live yeah. on last week's accomplishment. You know? Accomplishments don't always pay. No, nah, nah. <laughs> and praise don't always pay either. Okay, most times praise don't. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a free. It's a free finesse, is what it is. <laughs> a free finesse is nuts. It is a free. Oh my God, you you're so great. Oh my God, that's yeah. when you start to lose yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you get so caught up in that, and it's just like, oh my God, how can I keep on reeling that attention versus it being like, no, how can I ground myself and continue to cultivate me mm-hmm. and even yeah. when you're when you're in the midst of the chase when you're in the midst of the chase you can come off so callous mm. and pe- and what i mean by callous is like what you said when you were like i'm trying to get to my I'm, basically i'm a paraphrase but what you were yeah. saying was i'm trying to get to my destiny and this person is in the way or they're mm-hmm. they want my time and i'm like you know, I can't give you my time at this moment. I can't do that right now. I can't show up for your birthday party. I can't go to X, Y, Z. And to the average person that's not in the same space as you, you come off so callous. Oh, you don't, Mike don't never show up. 
Mike, Mike always busy. Mike different. Yeah, it's always these things that's you being shady. And it's just yeah. like, nah, you just hating because I'm actually doing something yeah. that, that you may not know how to do. And you don't understand what I'm doing. Period. You don't understand what I'm doing. And a lot of times what I'm doing is not fun. And I would rather be hanging out with you. <laughs> Transparency. I would love to go out, party, drink, smoke, whatever, all day. For sure. I'd love to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just not how cars is supposed to be rolling. No. Can't do that. There's too much responsibility on your shoulders. You feel me? And the the another piece of that little just to add a little nugget to that. That time that people think that you're spending being callous and, and you know, standoffish, yeah. when you get to a certain space in your career or you take on certain tasks, preparation becomes so key. You spend so much time preparing to do something. You're like, why well, can't I come out and hang out? Because I got to read this thing thing so I can be ready for this, you know, whatever in right. three days. Yeah. Like, Right now, I got once we get done doing this, I got to study because I got to speak to some students about social and environmental justice. Mm. So I got to go back and look through my books and my notes and make sure that I'm giving something fruitful to these youth. Because I want every time I speak to them, I want to make sure that I'm giving them quality. But that type of stuff, that type of care requires preparation. Would I like to go kick it? Absolutely. It's Sunday. It's brunch day, baby. Okay. I want a brunch too. But okay, get you a little crepe. You know what I mean? Waffle. You know? <laughs> listen to a little Frankie Beverly. You know what I mean? Auntie, auntie stuff. But I can't. <laughs> I got to sit here and study. <laughs> exactly. But I'm so glad you hit on that point of preparation because, um, yeah, I, 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 like yesterday, I was watching Kendrick's live performance in Paris. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, how did he do all of this? Like, just how? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, okay, so you have this tech person coming out, testing the stage before you even come out. That's making sure that, okay, this is uh, this is strong enough to maintain people. <laughs> yep. Things like that, like safety regulation. I'm seeing, like, how like how was the rehearsals performing these songs? Because you performing them, like, not even breaking a sweat in the first half. And then you start sweating in the second half. So what's that preparation? What are you doing backstage? What are you are you hitting that treadmill, rapping your lyrics? Like what are you doing? What were you doing? What were you doing months before? Because you had to work out to get that type of stamina. You feel me? I know, like he was taking boxing classes and things like that. So it's just like you, like I'm, I'm learning more. Like everything that you do kind of adds something to what you can do. It builds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, so you know what is funny, like you talking about that piece of it, like when you step back and watch what like, okay, for instance, what Kendrick did, you're looking yeah. at the aspect of the performance pieces, putting together the stage. You know, you're you're looking at the um you're looking at the actual visual pieces. Right. So then I take a step back and I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay. So how far in advance did they have to book the venue? Who's involved on the on the crew? Who's doing sound? How much does it cost for that? What does it fall into the budget? 
who has, you know, who has the hazmat certification to go along with, you know what I mean? All the other logistical pieces that go around it. Right. So like the everybody aspect of things. The media was freaking crazy. Right. Like everybody yeah. got a part to play. You know what I'm saying? But it's a preparation. Yeah. It's preparation. And all that ties back into just being able to show up. Being able to show up as your best self and the life decisions and sacrifices that you gotta make in order to be great. To be great. Like all those things take time. You gotta sit down and do that. It takes time. And that's time that you're either gonna devote to your craft, time that may be away from your family, time that may be away from something else you wanna be doing. Yeah. But it's time. It's time. Time you don't have a lot of, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. and and I, I be getting stuck on that sometimes. It's just like you always hear, like, yeah, it's not a lot of time that you had to live that thing. But then in reality, it's like we do, but then we don't. If that makes sense. You have it, but it's fleeting. Mm -hmm. It's fleeting. You have it, but it's fleeting, and it's real. It's real important to understand how we manage our time. Yeah. I had a friend back back when I used to work at the PD. I ain't gonna say his name, but he used to say, once you get clear about your priorities, it becomes very clear on how you spend your time. Mm. And I was like, what you mean by that? And then once I got clear on my priorities, I understood what he meant. Once you know what you're trying to do and you're very much set on that thing, all nonsense gets moved out of the way very easily. Because you understand it's not a part of your priorities. Relationships, friendships, whatever. Because they're not, and that can also lead to people thinking you're callous. But it's not. It's just that you have your priorities straight. Once your priorities get together, you don't really have a lot of time for nonsense. And you don't really want it in your life. And you, you don't. You don't want it in your life. But that's when you change, that conversation change. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm a big person that like I I try to make time too. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll make it's a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? But even in that, some people don't want to be. That's not what they want ultimately. They want more of it. And so it's just like, okay, can you be okay with the time I'm giving you? And most time. Or at least in my experience, it's been like, ah, I need more. And it's just like, hey. I can't give you more. You know what I'm saying? Simple. Can't give you more. And I, it's a, it becomes a battle, right? It becomes a battle and a, a battle and a balancing act of wanting to, um, wanting to give people time, but also wanting to stay focused. Mm. It becomes a battle. It becomes a battle. And sometimes you lose the battle. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, hey, we, we, we slip. What, what did may say? Slipping. Falling. Can't, Can't get up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Like, I know for me, like, I think about my family all the time. Though. Like, everything I do is about my family. The my my parents and my future family that I would like to have, yeah. and I'm always thinking about what decisions I make. What decisions I make today will 
will affect my tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, well, am I investing my time in the proper way? Am I doing what I should be doing? Am I am I fulfilling my potential? Am I setting my future kids up to have the things that they will need? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they 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 black kids in America, right? And I wanted to make sure that they have they have less to worry about than I had to worry about growing up. They so so when people you know when a lot of my drive and my focus and my relentlessness and certain assets of my life come from that it comes from you may say legacy okay yeah. that's cool legacy yeah making sure that the next generation doesn't have to fight so hard leaving something for them so they can we don't have to keep starting over at every generation that because that's goofy like we don't have to keep starting over. Give them something that is solid so that they can go forward. And I think about it so heavy. I think about that all the time, bro. It keeps me up at night sometimes. It keeps me up at night. That's why we even do this podcast, bro. Like, to be trusted. I yeah. want to leave some game for them. Yeah. I want to leave them some game. Make it a little bit easier because having to figure out the stuff that I've had to figure out, good God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, dude. So, like, even with that, because I feel like a lot of times, at least, like, my generation, like, we, I, like, of course, we didn't have to deal with a lot of the same, I guess, hardships, as I said, like, the 60s or 80s, specifically. But it was still, like, it's still there, like, police brutality, like, all of these, you know, you know, being a, a statistic of the system type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of these little aspects that I feel like we still kind of underneath, you know what I'm saying? So how do you feel like we can better, I wouldn't even say dodge it, but I would say kind of just face it head on. I can't remember who said this. I think it was a political leader, but they said mm -hmm. that Civil rights have to be fought for in every generation. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't remember who said it, but I think that the next generation has to understand that they have a responsibility to fight. There's there is no there is no situation where things are going to just be like, oh, things are this is utopia, things are great. That's never gonna happen. So get that out your brain. That will never happen. In your generation, your children's generation, that ain't happening. So you can get that out your mind. But I love the fact of how vocal your generation is. I love the passion. I love the fire. I love it. I, I, I love y'all. Um, but don't be a rebel without a cause. Thank you. Don't be Thank a rebel you. without a cause. Because I was going to say, like, I, I agree, but I disagree. Mm. I feel like my generation is very sensitive. We are very sensitive. Like um, in a certain to a certain degree i think it's a 50 50 bro i think it's there's a sensitivity there mm -hmm. but i think there's also an awareness that you should be treated better oh for sure so i think it's both i think it's the sensitivity absolutely there's a sensitivity but i think that sometimes when you're not aware that you should be treated better you tolerate more than you should so i i think it's a balancing act yeah 
It's a balancing act. Because I can't say it's a, it's not it's not terrible to me. Do I think some things are like out of control? Yes. For sure. Some things are out of control. But do I think that being vocal about being mistreated is a positive thing? Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. I think that's a tremendous thing. So mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. I think that your I think that your generation is gonna be y'all are dope. Y'all are dope. I think that people from my era, I think from people, some people from my era don't really understand your era because we didn't have as much freedom as y'all have. Yeah, I was just thinking that we have the freedom of style, freedom of speech, freedom to do whatever we want with our hair, like right. all of these things. And it's just like, and, and at least for us, like at least from what I've gotten from like other friends that are a little older than me, it's like they... Like they just couldn't do that. Simple point, pure point play. Like they would be looked at sideways. They'd be, you know, what I'm saying all of these other things where it's just like my generation is just more welcome. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's because of me, we just the innovators of tomorrow type thing. Like, yeah, absolutely. but but I I also don't want you to get so lost in your freedoms to realize that the more things change, the more they stay the same. So like, just mm -hmm. as like for instance, uh. I was having this argument a while ago with a, a old student of mine. Mm -hmm. and we're talking about tattoos and hair, right? Do mm -hmm. huh? I love me some tattoos. Like I don't want a whole lot, but I just love. It. I would love to give me some. I want to do some sleeves. I do. I do. I want two sleeves. Or, I either want two sleeves or a leg sleeve. I do. But a leg sleeve go hard though. I want either one. Yeah, but um. <laughs> We'll talk about that when we get off. But anyway, <laughs> so we, we were having that conversation, and he was like, oh, man, I don't think nobody should tell me how to wear my hair. I don't think nobody should tell me where I put my tattoos, da 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 This is the misconception. Freedom ain't free, baby. Here's the misconception. Freedom in ain't America? free. In America? Not even in America. In life, in general. Freedom ain't free. So if you say, hey, T, I want to have a tattoo across my neck that says licorice. Or whatever, life 100 across my neck. I want to have dreads and I want them to be unmained. I want them to have, when I want free forms, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My next question to you is going to be, okay, that's cool. And then you tell me, oh, I'm sorry, you say, but I don't want to be judged by that and I, I want to be able to do whatever I want. Yeah. Not that's, not I how, that's not how the world works, baby. Not if I pay you. Not if I pay you. If I pay you, <laughs> that's a that's a different story, my friend. You can, you're not coming into my establishment with a not me personally, because you yeah. know whatever. But I'm just saying, if I have something, you are the face of a business. I can't let you just walk in the front door like, all right, cool. I got free forms, but we sell televisions. Like it doesn't it doesn't match with my business and my messaging. So if you step into my organization, you have to abide by my rules. Now, if you make a conscious decision to put a tattoo across your face and you want to do all that, you made the conscious decision that you're either going to be A, a tattoo artist or in the art of some sort, or B, you're going to be some type of entrepreneur. Mm. And that's fine because you pay yourself. And I think that, like, you know, I just think that people need to be aware of those things, like, when they're getting into the work world. And I don't know. I think I went yeah, off on yeah. Nah, but... I feel that even with like one, one thing you pointed out is that like we we're vocal 
about our mistreatment when we know like what we like how like we know what we deserve type of thing. For sure. I feel like <clears throat> what can be a downside to that at times is like picking battles. Mm. I feel like every every battle ain't meant to be fought. Everything ain't working. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I understand you feel mistreated by this person at the end of the day, but you want to tax more of your energy, trying to explain something to them that they don't have the mental capacity to understand right now mm. in their old age, in their whatever mentality. Mm-hmm. Like that's just too much that you're doing, but they need to do their own way, simply. And so it's I feel like, yeah, like you said, it's that balance. And I feel like. I don't want to say my generation struggling with that, but I feel like it's a it's a little struggle. Yeah. In picking picking battles. Like even in rap, you know what I'm saying? Beefing and everything like that. And I think for my generation, I, I think for my generation, some of them are you have you have a different you have different subjects. Like for myself, the approach I take is I always wanna I always I just wanna love on y'all generation. Yeah. I love y'all to death. And I want to make sure that y'all are guided for when we when we're gone from here. Um, but I think others are also jealous of your generation. Mm. I think some are jealous of the freedoms that you have. I think they're jealous of the money that y'all are able to make, um, the independence that you have. Um, and I, I feel like those are the ones that are not being proper OGs or you know, mm-hmm. not giving the game as it should be given. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a bigger conversation that needs to be had in that space, like, because what does it say? Uh, you uh, Elders for counsel and youth for war. I'm not an old person, but mm. I've seen more than you, you've seen. You feel me? Right. Not because not because of anything other than I've lived a little bit longer than you. Right. you know what I mean? So I think that it, it's, if I can help you avoid a pitfall, I'm going to help you avoid it. If I can help you dodge a bullet, I'm going to help you dodge it. And that's what we should be giving back to each other. But I feel like sometimes your generation gets chastised a little too much, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It, it gets chastised it, a little too it, much. It's been like that since we was kids, though. Because we, yeah. we got parents from, like, your generation and, like, the generation before that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, very... Yeah. Like, just trying to cut you. Yeah. I'm... I'm a child. <laughs> I'm just a child. Like, what did I do to you? Right. Like, <laughs> no. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I have feelings, I have emotions as well, just like you, but you don't know how to process yours all. That, that's that mental health therapy. Exactly. That's a whole different, that's a whole different conversation, though. That's so it's just like, the dynamics of a different generation. Exactly. But then that's where you start talking about, like, when you said uh, being overly sensitive. That's also a side effect of it, too, because... Yeah, now, because we had to protect ourselves. So now it's just like we wear everything on our sleeves and we don't care. And so it's just like, but that can be very detrimental because now we can shoot each other. Now we can, you know what I'm saying, just go out here and do whatever. But that's not, you know what, I think that I think that y'all grew up with the y'all grew up with y'all grew up expressing the vulnerability that we had to suppress. 
And I think that's what it is. Like our generation, we didn't get to be vulnerable. Yeah. You didn't get to, what is that? 80s no. and 90s. You can't be vulnerable. Ain't none of yeah. that. You gotta hold yeah. that down. Like you gotta be quiet. I remember I went five years. I went five years without crying. Yeah. Five years without crying. And the reason I know is because I remember the day that I stopped crying because I got upset. Um, feeling like um I felt like people didn't care. So I said, why are you gonna shed tears if no one cares? So then I just stopped crying for like five years. <laughs> and um what happened? I went to therapy. And then when I went to therapy, we had a conversation and we were like breaking down those barriers. And all of a sudden, I just started crying. I cried probably every day for like two or three weeks. I cried every day. And then when I went back to the therapist, I'm like, why can't I stop crying? She said, you haven't cried in five years. You backed up. <laughs> she said, you ain't cried in five years. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but that's the inability to be vulnerable. Having mm -hmm. to be, you know what I mean? But it's I, I run into, yeah, I run into a lot of people saying, not that kind of story, but like you had to be tougher. They have to be tougher. Mm -hmm. So we have really taken this conversation away from where we were supposed to be going. Yeah, I was edges. And our audience, y'all, y'all know who we are. Okay, hey, we we start one place and we end up in another. Yeah. But I think all of this stuff, it all plays into being the first gen. All of it plays into yeah. all of it does. Cause I mean, this is the, this is our plight. Like these are the things that happen behind the scenes. These are the thoughts that we have. Yeah. We sharing them with y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> and trying to balance it all while chasing a dream. Okay. And is our and am balancing up. And am whatever <laughs> however it goes i can't say it i was like i don't know how to say it how to word it you know excuse me to, to kind of try to get back on track yeah what did you do when when do you know that it's time to let go of something when do you know when my spirit disagrees say more so I feel like when I feel like I've outgrown something or I feel like I've like it's just time for me to put something to rest. Like because like I have anxiety. So it's just like when some things like come up, like my body will just like warn me. Mm -hmm. I think. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel at times. It's like, okay, you're just telling me something. Just give me like a little hint, a little sign. A warning. So I'm like, okay. So I feel like when I know time is up with like a person, like, you know, it, uh, a habit or whatever I'm doing, when like I just feel bad around you, around this thing. Like if I can't, if I feel like I can't be free to express myself or I can't like, what's the word? Or I just can't let go of whatever I have going on around you or with this thing, then I feel like it's time to cut. That makes sense. And so I feel like 
my spirit disagreeing is more so just like like this ain't it right now. Mm -hmm. Basically, just that's basically like what my mind says. Ultimately, it's just like yeah, like this has been what it is, but like I need something different. I need more. I need whatever, less maybe. I don't know. But my spirit just don't align with that person or thing anymore. Yeah. Or place. The environment is heavy too on me. I agree. And also, like, if we're talking about a particular, if we're talking about a person, sometimes I think, like, for me, yeah. I start to be able to hear certain things being said. Then I know it's time to let go. Mm. it's like my discernment becomes so strong like I'm yeah. listening to the things that are said and I'm like yeah I feel that I definitely feel that and like I don't do big with people complaining no I don't do that What's the like, if you can't problem solve get away from me yeah you can't, sit here. you can't sit here and cry about it you know what I'm saying like and if we and like if you need a shoulder to cry on like okay cool I'm your friend but also like we got to get back up on our feet and get to this money and get to this business. Like, that's just how we do. So, baby, be Simone, be like, baby. <laughs> Quick aside from that. Somebody told me I was so mean because I told them. I said, listen, you got three times with me. The first two times, I'm going to listen to your problem. I mean, with a, a singular problem, something that can be. Yeah. I said, you have two times and I'm going to listen to you. That third time, we're coming with a solution or you can't talk to me no more about that thing. And the reason I say that is because at that point, you're making a conscious decision to stay stuck. You are choosing to stay stuck. So either you're going to A, address the issue or B, stop talking to me. But either way, and I'm just talking about on a singular issue. I'm not talking about we can't talk. But like if you're saying, oh, this person treated me bad, the person treated me bad, the person treated me bad, okay. Are we going to have a conversation with this person? Are we going to stop talking to this person? Like, what is the action? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Really? But anyway, so that was that. So back onto what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, we, I agree. Like, when, you, when it's time to let go of somebody or let go of a situation, it almost feels like nothing works right. Like, the conversation just ain't right no more. The like it the, everything's go left. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Move swings, whatever. Like it's weird. And for me, I'm always listening for the word. Like I'm always listening to people's speech. Like when people start using certain language, I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. You're you're transitioning out of the space of it's almost time to get rid of you because you're something going on internally. You're saying something that ain't lining up with right. what is the bigger picture. Right. We're not in alignment here. Yeah. That's how I always go. It just be that. Yeah. And it, and it's scary sometimes because it's just like, at least when you build, at least when it comes to people and you build that relationship with that person like two, three years, then it's just like, oh. Now it's just like, and he's like, okay. Well, I gotta move how I move and you do what you do. But like, I know my, my biggest thing though is is like 
don't do what you do and move in disrespect. Right. I agree. That's my biggest thing. I'm talking about disrespecting anybody. Yeah. Type of thing. Because when you start moving like that, that's when I really came by. I feel And that. then, like, because I know, like, because I, I remember when you had mentioned this before to me personally, but like matching energy. Oh, yeah. Quickness. Oh, yeah. With the quickness. Because, like, growing up, you don't, if somebody got beef with you, you don't be like, hey, how you doing? Like, no, y'all not cool. <laughs> y'all not cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get, you, listen, you hear Michael Jackson rock with you in a minute, maybe trying to dap somebody up that don't rock with you. Like, what? You so, do. yeah, you got to match that at times because that's not, that's not what you need around you. Michelle Obama said when they go high, when they go low, we go high. I'm like, no, sometimes when they go low, you need to go low with them. Okay. <laughs> like, y'all got to be on the your knees. level. <laughs> level. Out of your knees, maybe, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, because, yeah. like, that energy, like, that's important. Like, yeah. You, I ain't even going to go into that because that could start a whole nother set of conversation. But I feel with you. I feel you on that. So what do you do when there's energy being pushed against you when you're trying to evolve? Oh, oh, listen, I, um, I think about this Tupac interview. You just said that he was um Tupac's interview on on Kendrick's "Tip of the Butterfly," and he was like, um, basically just saying like when he's met with resistance, like. He gonna give some more resistance. So like, if you're trying to hold me back from evolving, I'm gonna fight you, <laughs> basically. Like I'm knuck if you buck. Like for real. Like you're not gonna hold me back from nothing. Like this next song that I'm about to drop, literally like the, the lyrics are distracted. Always want instant satisfaction. I can't be satisfied with everything that you've been asking for. I ain't even established. I ain't gonna let you stop it. I'd be damned if I miss my shot. Because was toxic. That was me. Mars. Get on my nerves. Kill but the no. toxicity. Because no, you're not gonna stop me. You're not. God can only stop me. Nobody can stop me. Period. So that's just that. Somebody trying to hold me back from evolving. Like, yo, I'll do what I need to do. I don't care. Listen, I gotta watch my mouth. Uh, you, you, man. Yo, I think the craziest part about evolution as a person is like the craziest part is you realize that some people were only in your life because you were unevolved. Because you, huh? Some people only in your life you were unevolved, and that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. It is. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. Some people were attract, not attracted, but some people were attached to you through trauma and attached to you through your brokenness. Yep. And then when you come up out of that, then it's just like, oh, it's just me. <laughs> oh, it's just me. Oh, we not we not complaining right. no more. No, we. And- we out. We on a better frequency. We out of that. And then at times too, like when you start growing, 
that's when True Colors started just popping up out of nowhere. Listen. And it's just like, oh, word? That's how you? Okay. Listen. When you start growing. And don't let them see your greatness before you see it. My brother. That's scary. I that's used to. Scary. I used to not see it at all. Really? Yo, what? You should not see it at all. Have people, like, literally craving people telling me, like, that I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. And it's just like, wait, hold up. I can't keep on sticking to that. Yeah. I can cultivate that within me and know that within me. I know I'm artist. I know I'm good at what I do. I know I'm smart. I know I'm intelligent. And I'm articulate. All of these things. Yeah. Applications. You have, man, listen, I always think, I always think about, like, for myself, I never want people to make this false perception of me. I always want you to know I'm a person. Mm-hmm. That, I, that I'm flawed. That mm-hmm. I have insecurity. That I stumble. Please don't make me into this perfect image in your brain. Because I promise you I ain't that. Far from. Far from. <laughs> I promise you I'm not that. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and you know, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. I'm blessed. I, yeah. I'm, I'm brilliant. But I'm humble because I'm thankful because I know where it comes from. The most mm-hmm. high. It didn't come from me just saying, oh, I'm the dopest. I'm the dopest because God allows me to be the dopest. I got to get this gift back. Yeah. It's like, not I, I, like, literally, I have to give it back. I, Knowing that is like, oh, I'm on. It's not my time. No. Not my time. No. I didn't want to be a podcaster for real. Talk about it. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you saying talk about it? Like, oh, oh no, like, I was, yeah, it was like a little like, you know, <laughs> no, but, but real, talk, real. real talk, like, it wasn't even about that. Like, I don't like being in front of cameras, I don't like talking mm-hmm. in public for real, but I understand that there's a message that has to be given, yeah, and we vessels, so it ain't about me, yeah. so you know what I mean, yeah. But when you're evolving and changing, you start stepping into those spaces, and you start understanding what your gift and your purpose is. A lot of people gonna fall off that tree. A lot of people gonna mm-hmm. fall away. A lot of things are gonna fall away. What do you say when I was a child? When I was a child, yeah, I when I was a thing. child, I spoke as a child, thought as a child, and understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childhood. Come on now, I knew. My father made me memorize that when I was twelve. I knew he knew it. I knew okay. He, I didn't know it, but okay. I knew. I know Yeah, I'm a preacher's kid. If y'all didn't know, y'all, I know. Right. I just walked by the church. I wasn't in it. Wish I could walk by the church. Now nah, I had to go every Sunday. <laughs> nah, my mama said me when I when I was a kid I had to go. As, as I got older, I didn't have to go anymore. But um, <laughs> but um, man, the the process of evolution is hard, bro. Yeah. And it's, it's it's ever stretching, and the thing is, it doesn't stop. Yeah, and I and also one thing I'm having to do now is like be proud of how far you have come. That's that hit a little bit more because it's just like dang, like I have to like I'm being grateful for everything that happened behind. Yeah, and knowing that I'm still growing into the person that I need to be for the world. That's kind of insane. And it don't stop. Yeah. And you can't stagnate yourself. Because I read a book that was saying, you either get better or worse. You don't stay the same. There's no such thing. 
So you either going to evolve or you're going to, uh, what do they call it? Regress. But there's nothing else happening. You're not staying the same because time is constantly moving. So you're getting worse. You're getting more outdated. If you're not evolving, you're becoming outdated. So sorry to tell you that. You're like, oh, yeah. Because if you have computer skills from 96 and you ain't had no updates since 96, you don't know how to work a computer no more. Oh. You went from a box to a laptop. To a, to a phone. Hello. Hello. So uh -huh. you don't know how to work. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with your life. Like as you start to get older, you got to change your diet. You got to change what yeah. you drink. You got to change what you're reading. You got to change how you approach health. You got to change how you approach leadership because now you're getting older. So most of the time you become a person in, in a position of power. All of that stuff changes as you get older. You know what I mean? So, and then your friendships start to change. You start to understand what a true, bro. I had yesterday, I'm about to get emotional. <laughs> oh gosh. <clears throat> yesterday, I realized I had real friends. <clears throat> I said, um, I have received some bad news, and I told my friends who were close to me, and um, immediately, they called me with encouragement. I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the yeah. hell is happening right now? Because that had never happened to me. And I was like, wow, this is different. But I think at the age and space I'm at now, mm -hmm. it means so much more. Mm -hmm. Stop looking at me like that, bro. Hey, I love you. I'll fight, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. <laughs> 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 nah, but for real, like, yeah. that's, that is so valuable because God will make you go through bad situations. And it's not even about you. God is doing that so he can shake up and remove people around you. Because if he let it always be good, you would never know who was who because they got to get exposed. They have to be exposed. That's crazy. This this conversation is really all over the place. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. I don't know. What are we even talking about, bro? We just talking. We are. I ain't gonna edit it. I'm gonna leave it just like this. Yeah, <laughs> y'all can. Uh, y'all get to see us being our imperfection at this moment. We just talking. We yeah. spoke about my life plans, but I think. Mm. Hey, this is how our life has been planned. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, things that we've had to learn along that life. Yeah. From this life, you say. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Mm -hmm. Life is a trip, boy. Life is a trip. Hmm. Anywho, I have nothing else to add, Mike. This is too much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this with you. Listen, all I'm gonna say is that because you had said like God would take things up to remove people, it's just like just hearing that you say like you got these texts of encouragement, these cards of encouragement, is like 
it kind of made me think like, okay, you got to kind of go through this bad so that you can appreciate the good more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, dang, that's incredible. Yeah. I would have never got emotional about no junk like that before. Never. I'd be like, oh, that's dope. I appreciate that. Cool. But it's just like when you when you have been in a uh, when you have been in a place where you had an expectation that that would happen, but it didn't, mm-hmm. and the, that disappointment changes everything about it. So when it mm-hmm. does happen, you are so grateful because it's unexpected. It's unexpected, but you have to go through the bad to appreciate the good. I've been trying to get into the better mindset of expect the unexpected. Just straight up, straight up. That one, that that kind of keep you level. At least for me, it keeps me kind of level. Yeah, I agree. Um, that means I don't know what to expect ultimately, but I'm it's unexpected. <laughs> But I think, you know what, when you say expect and expect it, I more so think be ready for the pivot. Mm. It, it's not even a paranoia thing. I think it's more so like, just be ready for the pivot. Because mm. when the unexpected happens, it's like, okay, one th- I, I'm going to tell you one of my greatest gifts and one of the worst things about me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, um, when it comes to us doing things or like if we're working on a project or something, yeah, we're going to get to the end of it. Right. It might not look like it was supposed to look at the beginning. Okay. But we're going to get to the end of it. And will. So, and like, like, you know, my ability to pivot, like being able to pivot, being able to fight through the hard parts, like I'm comfortable there. I think I get, I call it the, I'm not trying, I'm not calling myself a dog, but I'm saying the dog mentality. Like I'm comfortable in the adversity. I'm comfortable in the fight. I'm comfortable there. Like I need friction. Friction brings out the best in me. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's always a good thing though. But hey, but still, I feel like that 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 speaks to your. I feel like to your level of hunger. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that means like you ain't gonna stop till you get to where you're going. Yeah, but hey, you can't. You stop. Don't stop. A bad boy. <laughs> but no, it's, it that can be a bad thing too. Cause sometimes you ain't supposed to fight for everything. Some things only supposed to meant to be a vehicle. I always watched a lot of the um inspirational stories of like people who get to these places and something happens and derails them off of their path. Mm-hmm. But it was really a setup to get them to their destiny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like for instance, I was I was watching uh. Uh, Toby Nigue, mm-hmm. and he talks about football. You know, he was going to be a professional football player. That was his path. That was his. And then, no, didn't happen. And he had to find his identity. He had to find who he was, who he was going to become, and he had to make a pivot. But it was to ultimately get him to here. You know, international superstar, but. You know, what if he had continued on down that path? What if he had tried to go play arena football? What if, you know what I mean? He would have derailed himself further. Had to find that identity even more. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Listen, I don't think you can talk about that enough. Ooh, maybe that should be like one of the next segments. What? Finding identity. 
Okay. So we ain't gonna go into that because that yeah, I, I I can't that's a lot for me. We ain't gonna do that one today. But we're gonna round it out. Yeah. I I appreciate y'all for letting us just ramble. <laughs> y'all listen to yeah. ramble and jamble. Um again, yeah. my, my name is T Hardaway. And I'm Michael Basil. And together we ought to did it for the hood podcast, baby. Uh yeah. we'll catch y'all again next week. And y'all be blessed. Gang, gang.